You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcasts. Merrill Reese, voice of the Eagles. It's week one of the 2020 NFL season, but as we discussed yesterday, it is, um, it's a very unusual week one because even though the season starts in four days for the Eagles and tomorrow for Kansas City and Houston, uh, we haven't seen the Eagles or any other NFL team play a game yet in this 2020 season. So my first question to you, Merrill, is you know, as we try to evaluate Washington, how difficult is that? It's very difficult, David. It really is because we're going on a team that was 3-13 and last year, one of the worst teams in the National Football League. But they have a new coach and a new coaching staff, and they have a second-year quarterback who was improving at the end of last year. But usually the biggest jump in a quarterback's career comes between that first and second year. And I've been speaking with some of the people who cover Washington, and they are very high on Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he is a talent. He came out of Ohio State last year, took some adjusting. He doesn't have the most mobility, but he's still a good athlete. He's got a very strong arm, and he can be very, very accurate. So in that sense, you have to respect their quarterbacking. They've got some dangerous people on the offense. We know all about Terry McLaurin. In his first NFL game, he burned the Eagles. Eagles were behind. Don't forget, 17 nothing on opening day last year at the link. So McLaurin is dangerous. There are some other receivers who can hurt you. And they have a young running back by the name of Antonio Gibson who played some wide receiver in college, and he's been sensational, they say, in their practices. Catches well coming out of the backfield. He's a big back. Uh, he's got great speed, but he's about 230 pounds. And he can run around you, and he can run over you. Defensively, the guy to watch out for is always Ryan Kerrigan, but they also had the pick in the draft of Chase Young. And Chase Young was the best defensive player in college football year last year out of Ohio State. He is, as they say, a beast. So that's one position where somebody can come in and be effective from the get-go. Well, all three of those players who you mentioned, Merrill, McLaurin, Young, and Kerrigan, they can change the game single-handedly themselves. Uh, we know the Eagles have, uh, as far as the tackles are concerned, they have Jason Peters at left tackle, Lane Johnson at right tackle. You can't get more experience than that to counter Chase Young, who is making his NFL debut, and Ryan Kerrigan, who's established. But as far as McLaurin is concerned, who was dominant in that first game last year, which the Eagles had to come back in, now the Eagles have Darius Slay who's considered a shutdown corner that you can put one-on-one uh, uh, the, their best wide receiver on the other team and have him move all over the field. So how comforting for you is it now that the Eagles have Darius Slay? Well, I think that helps. And somebody mentioned that Jim Schwartz yesterday in his press briefing uh, asked about what happened when Darius Slay faced Terry McLaurin last year because Washington did play Detroit. And uh, McLaurin had a pretty decent day. And Jim Schwartz said you can't go by that because their defensive package was different. It all depends on how they're used. 
So it's, it's tough, but you do know that Darius Slay is a better corner than anybody had back there last year. You mentioned all the reasons why it's difficult to evaluate Washington. It's also very difficult to evaluate the Eagles because, as mentioned, they haven't played any games. Merrill, one thing that I always hear you say during preseason games is sloppy, sloppy, sloppy preseason football. Um, And essentially, Sunday is, while it's not a preseason game, it would be equivalent to the Eagles' first preseason game in past years. So how sloppy do you anticipate Sunday being? Well, here's the difference, though. When I say sloppy preseason football, usually you're talking about backup players. Keep in mind that in the first preseason game, what did they do? They play the, the regulars for a series, and then the rest of the time it's, it's backup players. When you get to the last preseason game, 90% of those players aren't even going to be on the roster. But in recent years, because there are so few regulars that play much in the preseason – the September games are all sloppy. So I, I expect that there will be plenty of mistakes. It's not going to look like midseason football, I don't think. Uh, back to the secondary, uh, Merrill. One thing that, that I forgot to mention yesterday, because it was kind of new, news over the weekend, but it's definitely worth bringing up. You know, the Eagles over the weekend, when they made their final roster deci- decisions, initial final roster decisions, they let go of some high draft picks in the past. They let go of Sidney Jones, who was a second round pick you know, arguably would have been a first-round pick if he didn't get hurt in 2017. Russell Douglas was a third-round pick, and Sharif Miller was a fourth-round pick last year. Uh, what did you think of cutting Sidney, Rasul, and Sharif? It didn't surprise me. Uh, Sidney Jones was a gamble. Uh, it was a gamble that uh, a lot of teams might have made because he was considered, when he came out of college, he was considered one of the top corners in the college class. Uh, He had, in his pro day, torn his uh, Achilles tendon, so he slipped into the second round. But the Eagles drafted him and said, we will have two first-round draft choices essentially next year when we pick one and then Sidney is ready to play. We played a little at the end of that year. But even after he started to play, he seemed to always be injured. He would come in for a game. And then halfway through, he'd be out again on the sideline pulling a hamstring. And even this camp, we knew going into this training camp, it was really now or never for Sidney Jones in his Eagles career. And where was he? Most of the time, he was on the sideline with this pulled or that pulled. As uh, somebody once said, you don't make the club in the tub. And he just was not healthy enough. Is he a talent? I believe he is. But... I don't know what's going to make him any more durable in another city. As far as Rasul Douglas is concerned, he was all right. He was serviceable, but uh, he really was not a great athlete, and he was not great in one-on-one coverage. Made a couple of plays, and uh, he, he was a help at times, but he was not what he was expected to be. And as far as Sharif Miller, I would be less than candid if I didn't say that he was a disappointment. The uh, former Penn State star was expected to come in and help, and he never got on the field last year, and he certainly didn't open any eyes at training camp this year. Well, with Vivante Maddox and Darius Slay at corner, now that Cindy Jones and Russell Douglas are no longer on the team, they also got Nikel Roby Coleman at corner. Uh, Craig James was signed at corner. So they have their, and of course, Cravon LeBlanc, they have their corner set. Jalen Mills moves to safety, Merrill, and 
Howie Roseman on WIP yesterday morning was speaking glowingly and how excited he was about Jalen Mills moving to safety to play next to Rodney McLeod. What do you expect from Jalen with this position switch? I think he's a good football player. I think he's a guy who concentrates, who has his heart in the game, and I think he's intelligent enough to move into that spot and not miss a beat. And I know that Jim Schwartz has been very complimentary about him too. Of course, you have to see it in the game situation, but they felt that he had the qualities that make a good safety. And another player switching to the other side of the ball that Howie, uh, he, he mentioned a lot of guys yesterday, but one player that, one, one compliment that stood out to me, and of course this player was heavily criticized last year. He really did not have a good rookie season after being a second round pick. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Howie said that J.J. is a different player. And he even mentioned, I don't know if you were there when, you, when, when this play happened, Merrill, at training camp, but he even mentioned one play at training camp where there was a jump ball and J.J. boxed everybody out and how he compared it to Joel Embiid boxing out a player. What do, what do, you, what do you expect from J.J. Ortega-Whiteside? Well, he's almost a foot smaller than Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still tall by football standards. You know, uh, as far as the jump ball and winning the contested pass, uh, that's where he made his name at Stanford. And he's a great, great young man. He really is. He's bright. He's hardworking. Keep in mind, and I said this about quarterbacks, same with wide receivers. They make their biggest jump from their first year to their second year. And the fact that all he had were 10 receptions last year. I know somebody, in fact, I know him very well. He sits next to me in the broadcast booth every week, and he's a very, very good friend. And as a rookie, Mike Quick, had the same number of catches. He had 10 catches and went on to a five-time All-Pro NFL career. I'm not predicting five Pro Bowls ahead. That would be premature for J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, but I think he's going to contribute and make an impact this year. Oh, it certainly would help the Eagles on offense, especially with their hopeful added speed. Merrill, the last one I have from you is, is a follow-up from, from yesterday when we were talking about your, your, your radio booth adjustments. Do you and your team have to go through any specific type of screening or testing before you arrive to the link for all 16 games this season? Yes. Um, every time we, we wake up on, on a game day, we get some registration form from the Eagles where we have to answer the questions. Were we exposed to anybody? Did we take any trips? Uh, have we been in any indoor places where there were cases of coronavirus? All of those things. And then when we arrive at the stadium, they take our temperature. Four days away, Merrill, from the first game. Look forward to chatting tomorrow. Thanks again for the time. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.